Manna or Meatloaf, episode 68. Young, simply amazing. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to shake it up. I don't know. Okay. So I'm going to be totally upfront with you guys. Doug and I have to speak in church on Sunday. And my week got away with me, so I'm kind of hoping to kill two birds with one stone. If you just happen to be in our ward, you may want to bypass this episode because you might hear a lot of the same stuff. Sounds kind of lazy to me, but that's the way it is this week. I do actually love the topic we were given to speak on. It's one that I could share my feelings on all day long. The young people in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints hold a very, very special place in my heart. We had the wonderful opportunity to serve with the young single adults in the church in a ward specifically for them, one of the YSA words, the acronym for Young Single Adults. They're the unmarried young men and women from the ages of between 18 and 30. I could not have loved that time with them anymore. We laughed and we cried, we played and played and played, and we learned and loved together. So I'd like to share just a few of the many, many things that they taught me. My goal here is to see if you don't agree with me and my thoughts that our young people are simply amazing. See what I did there? YSA, young single adults, YSA, young or simply amazing. <laughs> okay. The first thing the young people of the church taught me is that they seem fiercely independent, more so than I ever remember. There was quite a stigma, as I'm sure there are in a lot of YSA wards, that most people are there to find their eternal mates. And while I'm sure that is a worthy goal for each one of them, and one that they're trying hard to accomplish, and while marriage is an eternal priority, we had an amazing Relief Society president, Angela Lewis, that really impressed me. She was incredible. And she influenced how many felt about being part of it all. She stood up one Sunday in sacrament meeting during one of the first weeks we were there and said with confidence, I'm not here to find my future spouse. I'm here to learn the gospel with and from my peers, those that are in the same boat I'm in. I'm here to fellowship and develop leadership skills and strengthen my testimony. It was really quite brave of her. And when she took the lead and stood as an individual instead of just another single sister looking for a husband, courageously bringing her gifts to the table, she gave others permission to do the same. Interestingly enough, we had more organic relationships take place and more engagements and marriages happen over the past two years than had happened in years past. Our young people are not afraid to stand alone. The wives of the bishopric always tried to sit with those who were sitting alone each week, and it didn't take long for us to realize that many of them were totally fine. They didn't need us to feel like active participants. Many of them didn't feel lonely or uncertain or awkward. Many of them just simply came to learn the gospel and partake of the ordinance of the sacrament, independent of their families or their family wards. In For the Strength of Youth, it says, quote, God has a great work for you to do. He will bless you in your efforts to accomplish that work, end quote. I see the young people believing that and carving out their own futures and their own testimonies in a very personal, independent way. It literally just amazes me. I also learned that it's okay to ask questions. I participated in the Pathways program about, oh gosh, five years now or so, and it was amazing. 
since that's the theme word, I'll say it again. It was amazing. I can't recommend it enough, but I'll never forget one of the lessons about questions that we may have and why that's not only okay, but good. I'm going to be honest, I was kind of uncomfortable. Somehow in my little mind, questions always seem to indicate a lack of faith on my part. Well, with more information readily available at the touch of their fingertips than our generation still understands, our young people recognize what our leaders are teaching us about asking questions. Elder Neil L. Anderson in his 2008 General Conference address titled, You Know Enough, teaches that faith is a decision, and our faith can be strengthened by asking the right kinds of questions. I love what the study manual, Teaching in the Savior's Way, said. Quote, the Savior asked questions that invited learners to think and feel deeply about the truths he taught. Our questions can similarly inspire learners to ponder gospel truths and find ways to apply them in their lives. An inspired question is an invitation to learners to discover gospel truths on their own and to evaluate their understanding of and commitment to those truths. Inspired questions can make learning the gospel a more engaging and personally meaningful experience, end quote. Our young people are used to asking questions instead of just taking things at face value because they've grown up being able to get their questions answered in like 2.5 seconds. They realize the importance of asking the right questions and turning to the right places for those right answers. Their courage in finding out for themselves is amazing to me. And that leads to another thing I learned by watching them. The Come Follow Me for Youth program works! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. I can't say that strongly enough. I was so incredibly blessed to be able to work with the young women at the stake for many years. And during that time, they introduced the Come Follow Me program for the youth. I'll never forget sitting in a training in Salt Lake City, Utah with Sister Elaine Dalton, who at the time was the Young Women's General President. She used the analogy of riding a bike, and she said something like, Now, for those of you who've ever taught children how to ride a bike, you remember the hours of literally hands-on practice. Can you imagine trying to teach them with your words alone? How on earth could you ever explain the principle of balance? Okay, I'm going to teach you the principle of balance now. So try and imagine that when you go around a corner, you're going to have to lean in a little bit and don't forget to keep battling because you'll lose your momentum and so forth and so on. It just would never happen, would it? Simply put, a person can't learn to ride a bike without getting on the bike. So it is with our young people. They need to be on the bike. They need to have personal experiences with less preaching and more individual opportunities for real conversion. Going from the young women's program to the young single adults gave me the unique vantage point of seeing how when given the opportunities and responsibilities of leading, those young people were better prepared to lead out in their wards and better prepared for their future roles. It is, as always, Truly awesome to me how inspired our leaders are and how well-suited these programs are to our young people. I could honestly go on and on about the lessons I learned from the young single adults and the youth, but the last one I'd like to share is from a powerful Relief Society lesson. We were sitting in a big circle, all able to see the faces of those we'd gathered together with, and honestly, I can't even remember the lesson. It was before the Emotional Resilience Program was introduced. It had to have had something to do with emotional health, and it was so powerful to watch what happened as sisters drew courage from one another 
and shared. I remember the teacher admitting to struggling with bouts of depression, and as she shared a spiritual experience she had based on counsel from our bishop, you could visibly see and feel the evidence of the Spirit in that room. Tears came and hands shot up as one by one the sisters shared experiences of how they had turned to their Savior for peace during difficult or possibly anxious times. I saw firsthand how validation can be a powerful tool to opening hearts and allowing others to feel their Savior's love. When those sweet sisters realized that their feelings were shared by others and that they weren't alone in their experiences, there was a sweet awareness that God knows us and knows what programs and people we need to learn from. Our young people need validation. Doug and I were visiting a member of our stake presidency, President Lewis, a few weeks ago, and we were talking about the young people. And he said something like, people need to know that the youth are coming. They're finding their way, even if it looks a little different than it did when we were their age. And I could not agree more. They need to know that we see them. We hear them. And we believe in them exactly where they are. That doesn't mean we need to agree with their positions or opinions, but we can love them and teach them to trust that love by our consistent actions. We can be safe places for them to be themselves and know that, like Jesus, we can truly love them while not having to agree with everything they're doing or saying. He taught us that lesson perfectly, didn't he? I look at my own children, and all of them, but the youngest now, are technically millennials or part of this Gen Y demographic, and they exhibit the same amazing characteristics. I believe we could all stand to take notes from so many of these amazing young people and the examples that they share. I know they're on the earth at this time as some of the most valiant spirits to lead and teach us and move this incredible work forward. I will forever be grateful for the young people I've had the opportunity to serve with and those I've grown to know and love and those who I'll thank my Heavenly Father daily that I get to call my own and the powerful lessons they continue to teach me, lessons learned from their simply amazing examples. After all, the young are simply amazing. (laughs) 